I was I was self selfish, and I was focused singularly on on making you know my career be as good as as I thought it could possibly be, and under the banner of you know I'm providing for my family, uh, I'm taking care of my kids, I'm giving them what's best. There's a lot of things that it goes under the banner of, but the truth is it was it was a selfish competitive drive to to be successful. And, and ultimately ignore a lot of other things that were going on around me. A lot of things. Welcome to Your Next Big Project is You, a podcast based around the theme of time. Time to be able to press pause on life. Time to reevaluate what's important. Time to reminisce about where you've come from, what you've learned, and what you've accomplished. Time to revisit your goals, dreams, and vision. And time to remember the people in your life. That's it, my friends. If you've got time, fasten your seatbelt and listen in as we discuss opportunities for the next five to 25 years of your life. And remember, your next big project is you. This is it, our first episode. Welcome to our podcast. Your next big project is you. And I couldn't be happier to have my, my really, really good friend, really a brother to me in my life, Bob Doherty, joining us here for our first episode. Bob has had such a storied career at, at PricewaterhouseCoopers as a USHR leader, charge of learning and education, strategy, policies, systems, operations. Bob did it all, seen it all. He's got so much to bring to the table here. But the way I think of Bob Doherty is as an absolute loving husband, a loving father, a grandfather, an amazing friend to many, many folks, a world-class executive coach, and someone who demonstrates stewardship in all aspects of his life, giving of his time and his talent and his treasure. So Bob, thanks for joining me on this very special occasion. That's our inaugural event. I couldn't think of anybody else your next big project is you. That's the podcast. We're here to have some fun. Today. <laughs> <clears throat> That's it, big guy. So, you know, when I wrote the book, <clears throat> it was after interviewing you. And one of the first things that you mentioned to me was about your career. And you described it as being on this selfish rocket ship yeah. in your own way. And, and yeah. let's, let's revisit that. Thinking back on that, what did you really mean by that? First off, Leo, I just want you to say that you have a chance to look at Ben Hogan in my background. And I have a chance to look at the, the, the buffalo behind your head. So there, there's some differences in terms of where we where we where we live. Okay? There's there's Tiger Woods, Arnold Palmer over here. I, I, I only see that buffalo. That buffalo's coming as well. You got those buffaloes well. right behind you, man. The Buffalo Bills. I know I know how much <laughs> you love them. Yeah, the, the, the selfish rocket ship. I know we were we were actually at, at the Country Club of Buffalo and we were we were really talking about a lot of things at, at that particular juncture of, of the sabbatical project. And, you know, we're, I, I think many, many executives and, and certainly uh, we, we had, you know, I think a, a sports background that, that drove a certain competitiveness in us and it transfers from there to, you know, then you go off into the business world and, and all of a sudden you're around really, really smart people but your competitive drive kicks in. And, and oftentimes, 
you, you become singular focused on achievement or success. And everybody's got a different, a different definition of that. Um, you know, and, and for me personally, uh, I, I think it's easier to see today versus it was back at that moment in time. And I had a couple of people that, that saved me even back then to, to make me you know, alter my course a little bit. But I was, I was self, selfish and I was focused singularly on, on making you know, my career be as good as, as I thought it could possibly be. And under the banner of, you know, I'm providing for my family, uh, I'm taking care of my kids, I'm giving them what's best. There's a lot of things that it goes under the banner of, but the truth is it was, it was a selfish competitive drive to, to be successful. And, and ultimately ignore a lot of other things that were going on around me, a lot of things. And, but, but, you know, all of a sudden life changes and things happen and it grabs you. Um, so for me, that was, I, I, I did, I thought of that right away. I, it was, I, I was on a rocket ship. I mean, I, I didn't, I, I, I fueled it up. I put the, I put the fuel in the, in the rocket, you know, like Elon Musk. I mean, I'm, I'm going up, man. And I didn't care. I was going straight up and I wasn't going to take a detour. I was going that direction. And, and I was going to get there as fast as I possibly could. And so what was that? Well, I was making partner. What was that? Well, that was, you know, going from Syracuse to Philadelphia to New York. What was that? It was, you know, watching the integration of Cooper's Library and Price Warehouse and then being involved with that. Ultimately being involved with that from a human resource strategy perspective and all the time not taking the time to really understand other things around me. As you put it, you know, gaining some perspective, gaining some perspective. Um, and I, I remember this one conversation really, really well. It was a good friend of mine who I'm going to actually see him to, uh, tomorrow. And he was a partner from PwC, went on to have a, a really great career with Zurich Insurance as well. And he said, you know, Bob, he said, uh, have you ever gotten involved with, with St. Bonaventure University or your, our, our school, Leo? You know, and, and he said, no, not, not really. I said, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. He goes, that's interesting. You know the time. He said, um, what if I do this? What if I give you, buy a ticket for you to go to our black tie event in New York? And you know, why don't you just come into the event and get re reconnected? Uh, all right, I'll do that. Reluctantly, I did. And then he tried to reach out to me again and say, I'd like to get you involved. And I said, I don't have the time. I, I'm on a rocket ship. You know, I didn't say that, but that's the truth. I mean, I was on a rocket ship. I was saddled in, ready to go. And he goes, you know, he said, Bob, you have to realize a couple of things in life. There's a hell of a lot more than PwC and a hell of a lot more people out there that need your time and care than you probably could realize. And you need to wake up pretty soon to figure that out before it's too late. And, you know, I asked myself, you know, why was that? You know, why did he come and say that? And at that point, it began, it began to be a bit of an evolution, but, but it took a long time and a lot of other events that, that made me realize and give me some perspective. And I think your word perspective is really important, really important word in, 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 you know, in the wheel. Um, we lose perspective very easily, very, very easily. And yeah. boy, whatever it takes, whether it's health, whether it's, you know, children, whether it's, you know, uh, something that happens in our job. Uh, something that happens in our life that lets us gain some perspective. I, I, I hope for, for many, it's not 
you know, bad things, that it's actually something that can be positive. Your, your program, sabbatical project, is, is a way to do that for people. It really is, Leo. Yeah. You know, what's interesting, I remember talking to you some of the stories of uh, calling Nancy, your wife, on Christmas Eve, kids waiting for you. You're caught up in the office on a, a big negotiation of a potential uh, deal that Pricewaterhouse was deep into. And, you know, you, you're being thrust, you know, you need to get home, you know, that they need you at work type of thing. And trying to figure that stuff out. I remember that, that story, how poignant it was in terms of you talking about the rocket ship and things. And, and when you talk about the competitive drive and the things like this, I know you haven't lost that. I know that every time we go out golfing. Yeah. So I, I know that drive is still there, but it's interesting now that you've been away from the corporate world and you, you saw that time was literally available and all these people that you could impact, make a difference in their lives, make a difference in an institution like Bonaventure or other ones that you've been, you've been touching through your stewardship on the side here, whether it's a diocese or some other things that you've been getting involved in. What are some of the the biggest things you think you've learned since you've got away now from the challenges of corporate life, that there's all this other world out there. What are, what are some of those key learnings that, that you now have? Yeah. You know, Leo, I always tell, I, in, in a lot of the executive coaching I do, and, and, you know, I do it for, for, you know, mid-level uh, career folks uh, do for folks that are, you know, senior executives and, and for the ones that are kind of in that, that mid-level, I, I always say to them, I made so many sacrifices I didn't need to make. It's kind of like if, if you're a Division One athlete, you know, you have the skills. You don't need to go to all the AAU games. You don't need to play all summer long. You have that innate ability. And when we have, when we have the ability to, to uh, work with the executives that we do, you know, those folks, those folks can do so many more things that they don't even realize. They're sacrificing so much and their capability. And the, the truth is, the truth is, that the holistic nature of those people starts to become very narrow and that wheel that needs to, to occur for them. And you have, you have the wheel, that wheel becomes out of round. It becomes out of balance. And when it becomes out of balance, a lot of things begin to happen in their life. And I always say to people, your success levels, frankly, you could work 24 hours a day for name the company. And I guarantee you, your result, your end result will not nearly be as satisfactory to you as if you created some, some sense of, of, of roundness, some, some balance to that life. And I always, I always tell people that. The other thing I'd say that, that is really important, I think, Leo, is that you know, every day you have a chance to be extraordinary. A every day. And you, you, know, you talk about you know, living your legacy. And I, 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 I tell people every day that you're on earth, you have the chance to do something extraordinary for someone, for somebody, for some buddies. And, and all of a sudden, when you wake up some days, like you have, you know, you know this, I, I carry this folder wherever I go, yeah. right? It's all the letters, all the notes I've gotten, all the things that I really try to work on, you know, <clears throat> everything in my life that mattered most, right? And, and you can't do that in one day. That takes an evolution of affecting people and affecting your life and, and giving some Again, the perspective, but trying to be extraordinary every day. And, and I think your, your, your drive towards living your legacy is really important. You're not going to write that legacy in the last hour. You're, you're, no, you're not, exactly. not going to do that. And so you're going to give people the chance to begin to take a step back 
and really have a, a, a focus on where now, where do I go now? What do I want to do now to shape it? It doesn't have to, you could be at this level in the, in the, in the chain, or you could be down at the, the lower level. I don't care who you are. This, this, this is meant for people to take a, take a step back, get off the rocket ship and figure out how they're going to make a huge difference in their life and in the lives of other people. I think but it's significant. You've been so involved with stewardship since uh, you left PwC many years ago with a couple of things that we mentioned. You, you've mentioned quickly here uh, balance. You mentioned about being extraordinary every day of your life and things. Uh, are, are there any other key lessons that you've learned from all the um, time and energy that you've allocated in your life now, which is daily? in terms of giving back your time, talent, and treasure to others, some of the other lessons that are that, that stick to you, maybe some of the things that you can pull out of that folder that you carry with some of those personal note cards where people have written you and things I know that touch your heart and soul uh, yeah. to do this. What are some of those other lessons, Bob, that, that uh, you're learning through stewardship? You know, I, 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 I wish that you know, I'll give you a little story, Leo, and, and I, I've probably told this to you before, but I think it's instructive. Um, you know, two things happened to me that, that affected my, my, my focus a little bit on my career, but one was my brother, my brother dying of melanoma. And then within, within two or three months, a good friend of mine died of a heart attack. And he happened to be my age, which at that time was, was 52 years of age. And I, I somehow that took a part of me. And I, 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 I can't quite put my hands on exactly what it took, but it took, it took a lot out of me in, in both scenarios. And I, I, I think it was, unfortunately, it was uh, the, probably the biggest signal of all. And I remember it, it, when I would turn 55, I had a, another five years left before I retired at PwC and had a chance to do a, a couple of jobs on a global basis. And I, I decided not to do it. I decided to retire, as you know. And I, I, promised, I promised myself and maybe it was a pact with God at the time, and, and my spirituality kind of increased a little bit as well, but that I was going to do everything I could to give my talents to other people. That I, I was given a lot, and, and you know, I was blessed, and I, I, I wanted to be able to give as much as I could. And I, I'll tell you that the most significant part of this journey now, up to age 66, would be my experience with working with St. Bonaventure University and being the chair of the board there um, and working with, you know, 30 national leaders on the board and really helped shaping that, that university to what, it, what it's become today. Um, I, I, I think it's one of the most rewarding things, frankly, that I've, I've done. And I've been involved with some, I, I used to tell people when I was at PwC, you know, I had the greatest job in the world at that inception of the merger. I mean, I had a phenomenally great job to help shape the, the, the existence of what that firm looks like today. And, and I still put St. Bonaventure. So, so I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to say is in tomorrow, it could be something yet very different if I'm open to it. It could be something very different that makes me get challenged that makes me realize I can affect somebody in a way that I never even began to dream. You have to be available to it. And if you're, if you're not available to it and riding the rocket ship, and you bring no perspective, then it's awfully easy to forget and not see what's right there in front of you. And I, you know, I, I'd like to tell you that I, you know that I saw it all. I didn't. I, I had events in my life. I told you the one, gen, the, the partner who, who 
who snapped my head back and then having losing my brother and losing a good friend, you, you know, those are things you don't want to have happen to bring perspective. You, yeah. don't want, you don't want that, Leo. You don't. You know, I, I can think back, especially um, of all the time and effort and you continue to give at Bonaventure, for instance, um, 30 people, you know, coalescing all this talent around an institution that over the years has sought for survival as well as developing unique differentiated strategies to grow as right. a university to make it a destination for uh, you know aspiring college kids and things like this. When you, when you think of that, Bob, was there some element of that journey or that continue, continuation of that journey that's been most gratifying for you to see what's starting to happen or what, what uh, from where it started to where it is right now, where it's continuing to, to grow? Yeah. Um... You know, you know, I, I thought, you know, I thought I, I, I give you, I, I keep this with me all the time. This is, this is a, this is a, this is the president of the university that I actually, you know, through my search committee, we hired him and he was a, he was a phenomenal leader. And as you know, he, he was, a, he, he, he gracefully took us and elegantly took us through COVID and had, had a, had a be all of our students came, you know, together residentially um, and then they left in Thanksgiving time. And then over Christmas, he, he got COVID and then he, he died in March. Um, and I, I think probably the front, the, you know, the, the ability to have leaders be around you that are really, really outstanding. I had generals, I had, I had CEOs, I had all these people around me and, and how blessed can you be to have all those people around you and, and effectively, um, you know, bring them together for a common cause and all the skills that they, they, they represent over all these years and help drive towards one unifying factor, which was to help the health of St. Bonham's University and to hire a president who was absolutely phenomenal. Um, that's power. I mean, yeah, totally. I, I, that's like, that's like enormous power, but, but more importantly, all those people had gained perspective. In each of their lives, I mean, I'm talking about global leaders. I'm talking about you know leaders of men and women. I'm talking about people that had done phenomenally. I'm talking about mayors of cities. I'm talking about I'm talking about a lot of different kinds of folks who came together to give their skills. And and yeah. to me, to be to be the chair of that, and to help help actually mold and shape that, and and have ever so slightly a little bit to do with it is is maybe one of the most you know and it wasn't like at pwc much like many companies that, that we deal with in, in the sabbatical the companies you know people that we deal with you know we had we had enormous amounts of talent enormous amounts of talent but the difference here is these folks are coming from all different walks of life leo yeah exactly all, all, i mean they're bringing perspective from the west coast to the east coast to the north to the south to <clears throat> all different ways of looking at the world and tell me if that's not rich Tell me if that's not rich. Tell me if you don't go through that, that you don't become a better human being. Tell me when the general says to you, all right, your first day of being the chair, hey, Bob, you know, we lead the military. We lead our men and women. We know exactly where we're going. Where are we going today? Yeah. Where are we going? General Palm, wow. I think I got the answer for you. Let me give it to you tomorrow. I'll come back with you and I'll lay out the vision for you. First day. First day, okay? Well, get, let, me, let me tell you something. T 
to gather those folks together and to have them coalesce on a unifying force and then to see it come to life. Oh my God, that's, that, that's, that's just, it's priceless. And, and it yeah. doesn't mean that PwC and being a partner in PwC wasn't, it wasn't, it allowed me to do all that. I had all the skills. So what, why, why give it away? Well, I mean, yeah. well, I mean, you know, give it away in terms of why not, why not do something productive with it? Right. It's the selfish rocket ship took you on another rocket ship of giving. Yeah. Uh, and, and expanding in terms of the reach of you helping others to make a difference in, in their lives, as well as the organizations, institutions, communities, dioceses, universities, whatever to do this. You know, you've got that, you've got that packet there of the things that I know that are near and dear to your heart. When you think of all these things and you, you could, I'm, I'm sure we could talk for hours. Was there a best moment? You know, I know there are a lot of things you're really, really proud of that we've been talking about already. Out yeah. of all of those, is, that's a tough, is there something that jumps out as the best moment? I'll tell you the best moment. I don't know that I've ever shared this with you. I, I don't know that I have. Um, you know, I had a huge, you know, we had a huge retirement party when I left the firm and we had all my fellow partners and, you know, folks that work with me for years and my family there. But when I stepped down as a chair at St. Bonaventure, there was a big event that they wanted to do. And, and a few of us were, were, were stepping down that, that particular evening. And uh, there was a whole agenda of what was going to happen that night and the whole layout. And all of a sudden, you know, we got done with dinner and they're going to start the program. And I see my wife go up to the podium. Well, anybody who knows Nancy, like, you know, Nancy, she doesn't like to speak publicly. It's just not something she does. And so she gets up and she's looking directly at me and the, and the place was full. The, this, this, the dinner was full and she's looking down at me and she goes, I want to talk to you tonight. I want to share with you some things that are really important about what you've done and about how I feel about that. And I want to just talk to you. I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting choked up now. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, it to me was, it was, the, it was probably the greatest gift I've ever gotten. Wow. Ever gotten. And that, you know, the, the, the CEO of right. Sirius Radio was there to, was doing stuff and, and we had all kinds of people doing things. That moment was a gift that I'll never, ever forget. And that's not, it's not in here. It's in here. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's in here. I remember you, I remember you telling me about that night. And I remember distinctly, I believe we were in Arizona and you were filling me in on it and talking to my wife and I, Van, and we're all so close and saying all of a sudden you're sitting there and Nancy's walking up and you're like, where are you going? Where is she going? Where are you going? This is, this is, this is not the norm here, right? This isn't me. I'm seeing my wife going up here addressing all these folks that are here and then looking at you eyeball to eyeball and yeah. getting it out. What a big moment. And uh, yeah. And, and the, funny part about it, Leo, the funny part about it, Leo, is she told no one. Yeah. She told no one. She went, even, the, she went to the MC for that evening and she goes, I'm speaking tonight. I'm speaking tonight. Well, she had and, a calling herself. Well, so, it was, you know, I, I remember, I remember we had a reunion years ago and I, and it was a matter of not just thanking you, but thanking Nancy for her support of the time and effort that she knew all those trips that you had to make. 
Yeah. Uh, all those phone calls, the conference calls, now Zoom calls, things like this. It just never ends. And uh, without, her, the, without her support, couldn't do it. Couldn't let's do put it. that in perspective, though, Leo, because, because you know, you'd like to sit there and say, well, well, that was always going to happen, right? Well, yeah. no, no, it wasn't always going to happen. And some people, you give people the opportunity. You give, you give people a chance to, to around with other cohorts, with other colleagues to sit there. And ultimately, you give them the chance to have the moment that we're discussing right now. And, right. and, and to tangibly say, how can I make a difference today? How can I live my legacy? How can I take my abundance and my talents and treasures? And what can I do? Right. So, you know, you're giving them that opportunity, Leo, whether they want it or not. And hopefully they will. Their gift, your gift to them is going to be so substantial. They're going to be thanking you for the rest of their life when they get through that, that program. They will. I've been a part of it. I've seen it. I've watched it. I know. Yeah. I know yeah, that was that was my last question for you here, really setting it up. And, you know, what does your next big project mean to you? You've seen it in action twice with 40 give or take individuals from all parts of North America converging, almost forming a little community talking about living a life with significance, living a life with no regrets, living a life with uh, a gratitude and abundance and perspective and being your best and living your legacy. What you you observe this, Bob, and I'm I'm curious when you think of this, what is your next big project is you really mean to you? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a really I I I think, you know, I I wanna I'll talk to it from two perspectives. I I'm always open to opportunities that I have no idea where they're going to go and how they're going to get there, but they just, they just show up. And I'm involved with, you know, I'm involved with a fellowship right now, you know, CEO action for racial equity um, with 250 fellows. You know, I'm involved with a couple of other projects right now that I had no idea were going to come my way. But, but if you're not willing to embrace what's possible and, and, and look and have perspective, you can't possibly find it. That's number one. Number two, in, in, in the situation for for the sabbatical program, you're around 20 people who are every bit as good and every bit as talented and every bit as accomplished as you. And and as good as you are, Leo, at facilitating that, and you're you're a master at it, and the people you have involved are equally masterful at it. Those 20 people are helping begin to shape and change the way that they begin to think before they got there. And, and I don't think that, that we can describe fully what happens to those 20 people over the course of that, that project, but on top of that, how they support one another and how they challenge one another as they would walk away and continue to challenge one another today. And so, so you know, I think my, my world, I, I'm, I'm ready now, I'm, I'm ready to embrace the next project, right? I'm, I'm ready to embrace it. I'm, I'm, I'm always listening for it. I'm looking for it. I, I, I don't go searching for it. It just comes. It comes. Those folks, you're having the ability to give them a chance to take a break and look at their wheel and say, where am I today? I mean, what a gift. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What a gift. 
What again? I mean, it's priceless, Leo. What you, what you're going to do for those folks to look at this wheel and, and are they being the best they can be? Sure, they're they're, be, they're becoming their best. They're they're outstanding leaders. Yes, but there's so much more to the wheel. There's so yeah. much more to it. My God, my God. Well, it was amazing to see people uh, thinking about some of these issues and opening up their hearts. And as we tell people and. One of the things that, that makes you who you are, Bob, is, is the ability not just to coach others, but to be coached. And you're not afraid to be vulnerable, to say, hey, listen, I screwed up here, or I was on that selfish rocket ship, or here's what I learned from that. Here's how I became better as a result of that. Yeah. And I know when you get like-minded people like that, it's interesting because a lot of people come in, they've got that protective gear on, they just don't want to maybe show any vulnerability or whatever, that they've got issues in their marriage, their career, with their kids, with themselves, whatever it might be, and to see people around. And almost like you want to give somebody a hug. It's like you want to put your arms around somebody and say, man, I, I did that same thing, or that same thing happened to me. And, and those are some of the things like I'm witnessing you helping a senior leader from one of the you know, finest insurance organizations in the world, sitting there as he's drawing out a vision for the rest of his life. And you're sitting there and at the four seasons overlooking Pinnacle Peak with the mountains and the beautiful backdrop is he's envisioning his future. Um, just amazing. You know, that those are the things that I remember. Well, yeah. Yeah. And the emotionality of that, Leo, you know, this, I mean, people, I don't care how they come in. I don't care. Believe me, the most rugged, intense, you know, jaded folks, when they come in there sooner or later, Sooner or later, it all opens up. It all opens up. The emotionality of it, the passion of it. You know, we're both passionate people. And, 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 and you know, and I think we try to, to bring out the best in whoever we're around. But it, it, it never fails. And I think I'll say a little bit differently today in terms of the build out of what you're doing right now is we, we experienced it residentially. But for the last 12 months, I've worked, you know, in my fellowship with Microsoft Teams. And I, I've been doing things through technology virtually. And believe me when I tell you, I've had depth of relationship and depth of understanding of people. And I'm actually doing some executive coaching with a couple of those fellows right now, all through those relationships built virtually and still doing it virtually. I've never met those folks, you know, personally at my, you know, face to face, but I feel like I know every bit as much as I would have if they were in Arizona or pick the spot. So, so you're, you're evolving of the program today with, with technology and COVID as it stands, right, has given you a platform to reach out, you know, no matter where people are, to be able yeah. to experience this project. And to me, you know, that's, that's, that's another gift, another gift, really yeah. is. Bob, I, I'm just writing some of my notes or reviewing them before we finish our discussion today. And we started with... Uh, the selfish rocket, uh, rocket ship. We talked about competitive drive, perspective, sacrifices, balance. Uh, every day, someone has an opportunity to be extraordinary. Talked about best moment. There's a, there's a lot of things that um, you've given a lot of gifts to others. And that's why I wanted to start with you because you've been by my side um, for, feels like 48 years now. When I was passing the ball to you, and you, when you hook, you hook me, went in with a left-hand layup on that, that intramural game. You hook me. For those listeners, they'll have to find that out with a follow-up call. But Bob they will. and I go back almost 50 years. We're getting close to that. 
And when you've got a relationship of, when you've seen someone where they came from, uh, where they started in their career from Syracuse to Philadelphia, to New York, to all of a sudden giving, it was traveled the globe and is all, you know, learned all these things. I just wanted to thank you for um, offering your insights, your perspectives, your philosophies, your wisdom, um, your feedback on, on your life journey and helping others to look at the concepts of what they can do, realizing that their next project is really themselves as we talk about this. So um, were there any final thoughts, Bob? And I'll, I'll end yeah, it there. I, I do have one final thought, Leo. I, 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 would say, I would say that, you know, when I work with executives, the thing I, 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 I see them struggle with is, is getting out three to five years to, to look at their vision of what they want to try to become and do. And they have a difficult time doing it because they're fighting every day to, to you know, to, to fly that rocket ship. And I would urge them, I would urge them to consider this program and consider working with you and working with your staff to be able to help shape what that next three to five years looks like. Be, because other than that, you, you know, I, I want to know the destination where I'm going. And you're going to allow for them to create that destination, that vision of where they can go that they can't even see today. And if you, if you don't think that's special, just listen carefully to what we've been talking about over the last 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Listen, listen carefully to it. Um, you know, when, when you talked about that privilege of having these 30 other leaders around yeah. you, around by, and I'm talking about having, you know, 20 or so other leaders around you during an introspective journey around the next phase of your life. I mean, yeah. what better gift can we do is to hear from others and their perspectives and what their journeys and their challenges have been to get them to where they're at today and to share with each other, to coach each other. So I'm really pleased. Uh, again, Bob, thank you for your time. Uh, couldn't have asked for a better person to get this thing up and running for us today. It's an honor. It's an honor, Leo. It's an honor. I love you, big guy, for everything that you are and who you represent. And uh, really, it's a part of my, my family more so than as a friend. So stay well. Thanks again for participating today. I love you, buddy. Take care of yourself. Take care. See you, buddy.